Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to do a snapshot of America's medical marijuana market in Connecticut. Like several of its neighbors in northeastern states, Connecticut has teetered on the verge of legalizing adult use cannabis laws in recent years. The state Senate passed House Bill 5389 in 2012, legalizing medical cannabis in the years since. The state of 3.6 million residents have seen patient enrollment reach upwards of 42,000 as of July 2020. Connecticut only currently has 14 dispensaries and four licensed producers. In 2018, the medical spending reached $83 million, according to data from ArcView Market Research and BDS Analytics. The figure is expected to dip to $71 million by 2024, with adult use, if passed, reaching $265 million. The reason is, is because every medical market dips as soon as regulation comes on. It's just because there's not a, as many advantages or discounts. It's generally just tax-free, but that tax-free doesn't really save you the amount of money it costs you to get that license every year. The benefit is to go and get a higher THC product, but the rec stores won't sell that. They're gonna sell a 100 milligram cap, so you still need to find your medical market if they even exist. Connecticut's medical marijuana market has been in operation for a couple of years, but some are seeing that it's a little bit underwhelming. And that's being attributed to the laws not really adequately serving any aspect of the supply chain. So it doesn't really serve patients or promote job growth close a gap in the state budget or inspire investment opportunities. The medical marijuana market there is very limiting. So there's only five conditions, including Tourette syndrome and intractable neuropathic pain. Qualifying conditions aren't the only concern for those operating in the space. Connecticut wants home cultivation, just like Washington does. They also want the elimination of a $100 registration fee and the allowance of delivery. Delivery is definitely going to get fast-tracked, you know, post-virus. So I would expect to see that as marijuana lounges kind of get sidetracked. Connecticut polled some folks back in March of 2020 and saw 63% support the end of cannabis prohibition. So this is all in spite of the governor trying to renew efforts to push some things through the legislation. However, nothing advanced to get to his desk for him to sign. So people are still remaining optimistic and hopeful. They're hoping that uh, the adult use bill will pass at some point as some of the lawmakers get more educated. And that that education is going to be their awareness of their financial deficits. They're going to look at the budget. They're going to look at the shortfall. They're going to look at cannabis revenue opportunities and be like, oh, I get it. It's not a matter of if, just a matter of when. Just have to come back to the Talking Hedge and find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on Pod. Connex, and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.